Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free it is the nightcap here on Beeson hour number three kenny white coming up in just a little bit I, i'm looking at his 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 games that we're going to discuss and i'm curious on one of them. Actually, I've, I'm debating whether or not to play something in Clemson, Georgia. But I always like having Kenny on. It's, it's good having smart people on, like we did last week. Kenny loved the first half. Yeah, Fresno, Fresno State. State yeah. Bing. That mm-hmm. hit. We had Brad Powers on. He liked the under UCLA Hawaii. Boom. And uh, you're giving a fist pump because we got ourselves a homer. Did you take the Braves tonight? I did. Oh. See you on the dog pound. <laughs> Finally got Scherzer out the game. So, I'm curious about this. So, Max Scherzer, tonight, has departed. And as soon as he left, uh, home run by the Braves. They have now tied this game up at 2-2. Max Scherzer only threw 76 pitches. Yeah. That is not Max Scherzer. He goes deep. 110, 105. And it's not like he was struggling. Six innings, three hits, no walks, nine strikeouts. You gotta wonder was something bugging him. Uh, this that's that's something to keep an eye on. Whatever happened, I'm glad it did because I'm <laughs> pulling for my see, pockets. See once again, yeah, the Sean doesn't, Sean doesn't care it. about long term. He wants the now. Absolutely. That's why he has two future bets. Yes, and I have fifty. I have well, I have the raise too. So that's true. And I hit the Milwaukee Bucks. I had them at twelve to one to win the NBA uh, championship. I got it right before the playoffs. And you were feeling really good when they were down 2-0 against the Nets. In hindsight, I should have doubled down. Yeah. 
I know. All of us should have. <laughs> All of us. But nobody, nobody in their right mind after they got absolutely mopped yeah. off the floor in game two said, yeah, you know what? The Bucks are going to win the title. I was so disappointed in myself because I was a prisoner of the moment. Like, I had a fire uh, Bull Coulter uh, T-shirt. A fire Budenholzer. Budenholzer. Yeah, I was trying to fire the coach. <laughs> I wanted to cut guys on the team. Well, yeah. I mean, it was bad. he would have been fired if, if if Kevin Durant had a bigger, a shorter, a smaller foot, he'd yeah, be fired. Yeah. He would be, he would have been fired. But, you know, this is, uh, this is the beauty of this show is that we have late night baseball going on between the four best teams in, in the National League right now, record wise, and... The Brewers and the Giants are tied up at two, and now the Braves have tied things up. They've got themselves a rally here in the top of the seventh. Max Scherzer looked unstoppable, unhittable. He comes out after 76 pitches, and I'm going to keep a close eye on what beat reporters say because following Max Scherzer for the past six and a half years in Washington – he does not come out after 76 pitches, especially in a a, a game like that. Yeah, true. So Max Fried also has pitched – Decent. Nine strikeouts, giving a couple home runs. Um, I appreciate you, Max. But uh, it's 2-2 now. The so fighting we... big kings are grateful eternally. But speaking of the dog pounds, uh, two of my three plays tomorrow took points. Really? Took the points. You only gave me two plays, two of the plays earlier. You said... For tomorrow... Tennessee, East Carolina, and I think we had a caller or something. You didn't give me the third one. What's the third one? Well, I have one? Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington. But that is gone. The number I got is... And you could have it plus eight? Plus eight and plus seven and a half. Okay. So I double down on plus that. Eight. I got plus seven and a half. Tennessee at minus thirty-five. Okay. Uh, and I'll write. I wrote that one up for Veasan.com. Okay. And uh, East my Carolina. Explanation. And East Carolina, I got a ten and a half. Plus ten and a half. Yeah. All right. Let me write that down. We'll see. We'll see if I'm in a good mood tomorrow. <laughs> and then we got some sun Saturday plays too, which we will get into. Uh, there's a big Friday night game. Anything. Um, you know, for tomorrow, jump it out at you for college football. I know you're, you're uh, captain baseball over there. We got Temple Rutgers. Temple's going to be really bad, man. I, I wouldn't lay 14 and a half with Rutgers, but Temple's going to be bad. Uh, yeah, UCF laying six now against Boise. Does that interest you? I just don't like the number. Yeah. I, I like UCF to win, but I, I would only bet them on the money line now because that's a bad number. And then we got... Ohio State laying four. T- Actually, you can get a 13-and-a-half on Ohio State at Minnesota. Yeah. Well, we'll see what Kenny White thinks of the slate. Week one underway, UAB, a shutout winner. We keep it rolling here. Three of the nightcap alongside former Tulane Green Wave greats getting ready for his alma mater to take on the big bad Oklahoma Sooners in Norman on Saturday afternoon. We bring in Kenny White at KYD Vegas on Twitter. One of the best handicappers out there. Make sure to grab his preview magazine. I've thumbed through that thing multiple times. He's got power ratings of every team, predictions of every single game. And now here we are, Kenny. Week one is upon us. We had the appetizer last week. We had a little UAB beatdown tonight at Jacksonville State. Uh, But it is going to be a fun, fun weekend. And I want to jump to to Friday. Because this game, 
I go back and forth on. I, I don't love laying points on the road, uh, especially a spot like Lane Stadium. But let's be real. Lane Stadium hasn't been Lane Stadium these past couple of years. Big games haven't really been all that daunting. There's a lot of question marks about Virginia Tech. Uh, they lost Hendon Hooker, a guy that I know you were high on. Uh, he went to Tennessee and didn't even win the starting job. North Carolina's got Sam Howell. Great offensive line, but lost a lot of skill position players. Right now, it's North Carolina 6. You can actually get a 5.5 if you like UNC. So Friday night, Blacksburg, Virginia. What do you like in, uh, in that ACC showdown? Well, Tim, I hate to tell you, I'm, I'm right on the number. This is going to be a scary one for me because I have North Carolina rated so high. Number four in the country. I think they have the talent to play in the college football uh, playoffs this year. But this is going to be one of the most difficult games they have this year on the road. And you mentioned Blackburg, Blacksburg Lane Stadium has not been as good as it has been in the past under Frank Beamer. Actually gave six and a half, seven points some years for Beamer when he had great teams and they would just run scores up. Uh, so far, Justin Fuentes, 22 and 27 ATS overall, 16 and 15 at home. It is going to be an orange out. So the, the crowd's going to be good, but North Carolina is only 171 miles away. I'm hoping there's going to be some uh, Tar Heel blue in that crowd, at least two or three sections uh, to represent their team. Uh, my whole rating on North Carolina is going to rely on Sam Howell. I have him rated the highest quarterback in college football, and the pressure is going to be on him. He is a Heisman Trophy uh, a hopeful and a number one draft pick hopeful. So we'll see how he plays. Hopefully, maybe he knows he's not the favorite in both those categories, and maybe that just inspires him. But there is a lot of pressure on this young kid, and I, I hope he comes through. Hope he has a big game, pulls this out. But I'll be watching and uh, maybe looking to play something in-game or at halftime in this, uh, Tim. Last two years have been very, very high scoring. I have a feeling this one may be a little bit lower. Virginia Tech's defense is uh, very good, and, and so is uh, North Carolina. So may not be as high scoring as we've seen the last couple of years. Yeah, last year, 56 to 45 in this one. So a uh, total of 64 on, uh, on Friday night. Uh, actually, a 6 p.m. local start. If I were Virginia Tech, I would have preferred a little bit of a later start time. But 6 p.m. local there, uh, 3 o'clock Pacific. Let's jump to Saturday. We'll bounce around all over the board as we talk to Kenny White at K Whitey Vegas on Twitter. Let's go to that 3.30 Eastern window. And that is number one Alabama. Lost six first-round picks. But as we know, Kenny, don't doubt Alabama. And what did you say about Brian Robinson? You think he's, he's legit? Yeah, he's, he's legit. He's on par with Najee Harris. He's he's legit. And it's this is another a, back in that cog. And this is a number, Kenny. That when the uh, the game of the year lines opened at South Point was south of two touchdowns, and that number was gone in like five minutes. And now it's sitting 19, 19 and a half. Alabama usually thrives in these spots in these neutral site home openers. Do you expect that? whoopings the, the beatdowns to continue <laughs> by Alabama come Saturday afternoon. Uh, yeah, I, I think I don't know. The, the number's a little higher than I made it. I have Alabama 16 in this game, and you know we're we're going to learn a lot from both teams. We're going to learn uh, how healthy is Derek King. Uh, amazing to have surgery on June uh, July, uh, January 4th, and here he is. Uh, already been practicing over a month and a half. He looks like he's 100%. I love it. This kid's a really a great quarterback. Quick release, dual threat guy, threw 23 touchdowns last year. He, he, he can be a difference maker in this game a little bit. 
he's not going to be intimidated. He's a six-year senior. Uh, Bryce Young is the other guy that I'll be watching closely in this game. Five-star, lead 11 kid that has all the talent in the world. I uh, was not really that handcuffs on him last year. And the couple opportunities he got to, to fill in for Mac Jones when they had big leads, they really didn't want him to do a lot, drop back, stay in the pocket, throw the football. I'm excited to see his dual threat capabilities in this one. Um, the Alabama defense is loaded. Number three, they're my number three defensive line, number two set of linebackers, and number one defensive backs. But even all, all that being said, I have Alabama scoring 42 points in this Ooh. game. I think it's going to be. 42-26 final. So with it being 42-26, when you, I'm curious when, because you're very uh, number-based and you have your models, so you are predicting 42-26. to 26. I'm seeing a 61-and-a-half out there. Would you recommend an overplay in this game? <laughs> I like that math. Yeah, 68, minus 68, minus 60-and-a-half. That's 7.5 points of value. We'll take it. Yeah, yeah. let's go over in that one. All now. right, yeah, there we I've go. Got a, I've got a... <laughs> I got a two percent, two percent play on that on on over in that game. Uh, my first, my first intuition was, you know what, this may be a little bit lower scoring because Alabama's defense and and Manny Diaz. But you know what, I got to trust my process, trust my numbers. Alabama's offense has been incredible, and and the one thing we've seen Nick Saban do, he knows how to recruit quarterbacks. He's got three of them starting <laughs> in the NFL. Oh, the days of A.J. McCarron. Ah, oh, this guy, he's just, a, he, he's just a game manager. Well, now the last three guys that suited up at quarterback are starters in the NFL. Here's what terrifies me with this game. Every time Miami gets in this position, they fall flat on their face. Pretty much. So, I, I, and, and Ken, when, I trust Kenny. When he says they're going to get to 26, you know, his module, you know, I'm just trying to find out where that and, 26 points comes from. And Kenny, actually, I, I want to I double down on that because think back, and I know it was the last game of the year, mindset, whatever, but we saw Javante Williams and Michael Carter just run up and down the field. They were doing wind sprints against Miami last year. What makes us believe that that's changed with, you know, with, with – a plethora of backs because that's just what Alabama does. How can they slow down Alabama's run game? Yeah, that's, uh, you know, well, this is a defensive coordinator in, in Manny Diaz, and uh, their defense as a whole last year, um, I use median numbers, allowed just 3.9 rushing yards per attempt and 3.6 in Manny Diaz's first year. So I think he's got a pretty good solid uh, run defense. I think they got blown out by Carolina at the end of the year and kind of lost some steam, but they played Oklahoma State tough, but those are two great offensive teams too. So uh, I, they're going to give up their points. They give up 24 points. And again, I'm using median numbers because mm -hmm. I don't like using averages. One game will really skew things. Sure. But uh, they, they give up 24 points in uh, 2019 and 2020. Um, and I think this defense is a little bit more improved than that. They're, they have 14 guys back on defense with starting experience. So I really like Miami. I got them the 15th best team in the country. I think I could have them underrated a little bit. And Derek King could be a difference maker. He's going to put points on the board in this game, even as good as Alabama's defense is. Um, the only way he doesn't, if they're getting shut out and they, they have turnovers, he throws two interceptions in the end zone. And then Alabama's defense, you know, they, they really start flexing because they have a shutout. I think the game's more going to be like halftime Alabama 21 to 21 to 10, and uh, they'll give up some points late because Derek King, he can he can get points. He can put points on the board. This kid's a great quarterback. Yeah, I saw it firsthand when I was in South Florida. We went to Houston, and we still haven't tackled him. <laughs> uh, Kenny, I want to go to the uh, the premier 
matchup of the weekend. Georgia, Clemson, sitting at three. Um, Matt Medcalf was in studio yesterday, said they've actually been getting more Clemson money, but anticipates that Georgia rush to come at some point. You've got a total right now of 51 in most spots here in town. You mentioned Alabama has your third best defensive line. My guess would be that Clemson and Georgia are one, two. Uh, they are studs up front. Um, and decent quarterbacks, DJU, Uyunglele, and, and JT Daniels. Um, you like the dog, or are you going to roll with uh, with the Tigers here? What do you see on uh, on Saturday night? You are 100% correct. The number one defensive line in the country is Georgia. Number two is Clemson. But Clemson has the number one linebacker crew, and they have the second-best secondary and the best defense in college football. And you know what? Uh, they got a stone in their shoe. Uh, they gave up 49 points to Ohio State the last time this team played. This defense is going to be flying around, and they will be on a mission. And I don't trust the young offensive line for Georgia. Two redshirt freshmen starting, five redshirt freshmen in the top two deep depth chart. And I've never really been big on JT Daniels. I gave him a decent rating, and I was Kind of hesitant when I gave him that rating. I thought, I don't know if he can live up to this number, but we'll see. I know George Pickens, their best wide receiver. He's out, maybe missed the season. Um, I heard today maybe Tyreek Smith might be back a corner. They brought in a transfer from West Virginia. But Dabo Sweeney has recruited a better athlete than Georgia has recruited over the last five years. And it'll show up in this football game. Defense alone. Uh, DJU, I like how you put it. it makes it easier to say. Uh, he got enough. He got enough experience. He got enough experience last year that uh, yeah, I'm just, I've been trying to say it all week. Ooh, ah, uh, Galele. Uh, you know, so hey, there, that's really good. So DJU, it comes out much smoother, much quicker. We can move on. He's going to be all right. This kid's really good quarterback. Um, he reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Dante Culpepper. Oh, a okay. way better version. That's a your way guy. better version yeah, of Dante Culpepper. I like that. That's, Sean, that's Sean's guy down there. I like it. And Kenny, I'm on a first name basis with him, so I just call him DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But I do. Have I a call qu- him Mr. U. All right. I do have a question for you. You look at the upcoming slate of games Thursday through Sunday. Give us two that you've circled that you think really, you know, if they play this game ten times, the right result is going to occur, so we can make a couple bucks. Yeah, like last week's Fresno, that was, yeah, uh, that was a nice one the first half. Yes, sir. Uh, we need you. another one. We, we we need another one like that. You know, um, there there are I've, – I've got a lot of big plays this weekend and, and narrowing it down. Um, I'll, I'll, the one best play that I, I like is Utah State getting 16-and-a-half against Washington State. I think Washington State is a little overrated, and I think Utah State is very much – Underrated, uh, new head coach Anderson for, for Utah State, came from Arkansas State. Guy does a tremendous job. Took Arkansas State to six bowl games in seven years. He brought three starting players with him, including his quarterback, Logan Bonner. Uh, and he has a couple other uh, big-time transfers that are in the program. And they have a lot of returning players. Everybody's back from last year. They played a really tough schedule. Uh, they, were not, they were an underdog in every game they played last year. So going one and five, one and five ATS. You know, a, a touchdown here, a touchdown there, a turnover might have been a little difference for that team, but uh, they, they were not playing for their head coach. Uh, this year they will. I think you'll see a much better unit. I think Utah State actually will hang around in this football game and have a chance to actually win the game. And you can get 17 right now. 
here at Circa, so that might be a play that Sean and we have to make after the show here. We yeah, get if a, I can get the Braves we get, we get a <laughs> <laughs> But you did. All right, by the way, Kenny, you're a, a, a jack of all trades. Uh, I have watched Max Scherzer pitch for, you know, six-plus years when he was with the Nationals. Watching him deal, he leaves with 76 pitches it, it must be an injury or something because I have I, there's no explanation. Six innings, three hits, no runs, no walks, nine strikeouts, two nothing game. You take him out. So I'm I'm a little curious the decision making. I know you tweeted about Dave Roberts. So we're we're getting into baseball, but I just saw your tweet and uh, it made my partner here happy that Max Scherzer exited. It just doesn't make sense. Seventy six pitches and dominating. I guess you're right. I, I saw a tweet earlier. Yeah, but you know uh, while the Dodgers were hitting that. Brutazar was warming up in the bullpen, and I thought, what? He's not coming in. There's no chance. 76 pitches and Scherzer's dominating. He might have two more innings in him. So I, I don't know. Dave, I, I've never liked Dave Roberts' decision in his bullpen and managing his bullpen and his starting pitcher. So my first thought was, yep, he, uh, he screwed this up again. Uh, getting back to college football where Kenny thrives. And not that say he doesn't thrive on baseball, Sean, but uh, we, he's, he's the wizard of odds for a reason. Um, I want to I go to Saturday night. we got just uh, about a minute and a half or so here, Kenny. Uh, we talked about this game at nauseam yesterday with Jimmy Ott from ESPN Baton Rouge. LSU, UCLA, this is down to three. Uh, I know Sean very much on LSU. I'm leaning that way, too, just thinking about the, the trenches there. But UCLA was impressive. Uh, what do your numbers say about Saturday night at the Rose Bowl with right now LSU laying three? Yeah, the trenches are, are impressive. I have LSU's offensive line, the second best in college football. So four seniors, they average 330. You know they're going to pound the football. Uh, this will be, I think, a shorter game. Both teams are going to try to run it. But UCLA impressed me. Um, I already had a high rating on them, but I did raise their defense up a, a point after the game against Hawaii. Dorian Thompson-Robinson did not play well, and they still uh, we're very solid on offense. I had a two point, two and a half point drop off from Miles Brennan to Max Johnson. So um, I have LSU only a half a point better mm. than UCLA. I'm going to give two points for UCLA having a game under their belt and uh, make UCLA three. LSU obviously going through some, you know, uh, maneuvering around with uh, Hurricane Ida. So I'm not sure how their practices went this week and, you know, the distractions that they've had. And now, they may not get many fans to travel to this game. I, and that's the one negative for UCLA. Nobody showed up to the game last week. And it wasn't because of COVID restrictions. It was because people didn't want to get COVID. They didn't want to be in big crowds. And they haven't been, they haven't been proud of the, the UCLA program. But maybe they can get behind them now after a big win over Hawaii. Maybe they can get 40 or 50,000 people in that stadium. Still won't be a full home, home advantage. But maybe worth a couple points if they can get some crowd there. All right, Kenny and Sean disagree. So we will see come next week. Kenny, you're the best. Have yourself a winning week one. Appreciate it. Thanks, you, guys. Hey, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Yep. Utah State plus 17. I like it. At the Palouse. It's a nightcap. You're on VC. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. 
Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. the nightcap alongside sean king i am tim murray sean king fired up baby i am fired up what is the game and maybe it's easy maybe it is georgia clemson i don't know what is the game you are most looking forward to this weekend i don't feel like i have one that's like that a plus like i got to like this is head and shoulders like there's a collection Mm -hmm. you know i really want to see what all of these young quarterbacks look like, you know, so that's kind of what's driving, you know, me from a priority standpoint, you know. Of course, Clemson, Georgia is a huge game, but I also want to see Alabama. I want to see what Bryce Young mm-hmm. looks like, you know. Um, you think Ohio State, CJ Stroud, you know, I want to see what these young guys that have all this hype look like. I'm going to watch Oklahoma. I want to see if Sprinter looks like he's gotten better since last year, you know, so there are some things. You know, that intrigued me, you know, outside of just, you know, us trying to make some money this weekend. You know, I really, you know, have some question marks. And I don't normally in-game bet, but I'm leaning towards what Kenny said with some of these games. Mm-hmm. Kind of taking a wait-and-see approach. You know, what does CJ look like after two series? What does Bryce look like? And, you know, kind of going from there. Quarterbacking, I think, this weekend. And, look, I- I'm going to ultimately end up with a bunch of plays, but – I think this weekend should be a lot of evaluation because mm-hmm. there's so many questions at quarterback. Um, and, you know, a game that I have a play on, I wrote it up for vsin.com for Saturday, uh, is is Fresno State at Oregon. 
-hmm. And I've got questions about Oregon at quarterback. Now, it's not a, a young quarterback. It's Anthony Brown. Anthony Brown had his ups and downs at Boston College, but he didn't win the job last year against Tyler Shuck. They've got a they've got a young quarterback, Ty Thompson, who many people believe in. And I I would never I usually don't think there's look ahead spots in week one, but when you're Oregon and you're playing Ohio State next week, the biggest game in for the conference all year essentially, Sean, because if they win that game, now it's okay, now the Pac twelve isn't putting. You know, maybe it is a legit conference. You went into Columbus and you got that win. 11 a.m. local kickoff. No crowd. I mean, no no students there because the semester hasn't started right, yet. They're on quarters. Yeah, they're on quarters there. So Here's what's interesting. it's a funky game. And I could tell you one thing right now. You know, Fresno State uh, and, and Jake Hayner, former Washington quarterback, you think he wants this game? Yeah. And he balled out. He he played really he did, well. Played UCon, excellent. I mean, UConn is is UConn, and 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 they didn't have Kayvon Thibodeau chasing after him. Facts. <laughs> but two starters for Oregon, corners suspended for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's going to be a tricky one. I think Oregon wins. They win by fourteen. Maybe they win by seventeen. I just at twenty and a half. I think Fresno State is a good enough football team to go in there and to give this Oregon team a little bit of a punch. Here's what in you the need. Arm. You need Ohio State to look dominant Thursday, tomorrow. I think they will. See, here's the interesting thing about Ohio State being their next opponent. They get to actually watch the game. Yeah, right. They don't play till Saturday. watch the whole thing. Mario Cristobal's going to sit back and watch that entire Mm -hmm. game tomorrow. And and if Ohio State looks dominant, in the back of those coaches' minds, they're game planning for Ohio State now. You know, in the back of those players' minds, like, okay, let's just get this over so we can get to that big bully next week. So, you know, it plays a role in it. You know, people are humans. You know, you're impacted, you're affected, you know, by knowing that something huge is on the horizon. You know, uh, I don't think they'll take a lot from Fresno State's performance because they'll just say they're playing UConn. We aren't UConn. Right. At the same time, I mean, I thought UConn had some opportunities on offense to make some plays, and they just couldn't capitalize. So I'm not bullish on that defense, you know, down in the valley that Fresno's taking to Oregon either. Yeah, I, I think Fresno State could give up a ton of points. Yeah, you know, I, that, 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 I mean, if the quarterback played better at UConn, they might not even cover in the first half. Well, and Fresno State is, you know, the total there is 63 and a half. I, I, I just, I like to look for look-ahead spots, you know, and week one is not really a great time to look ahead for look-ahead spots, but what just happened? Dansby Swanson. Braves go yard! Look at this. What an ultimate backfire. I like it. I mean, this is... I like it. Unless Dave Roberts says, Max Scherzer told me he wanted to come out, he didn't feel right, this is inexplicable by Dave Roberts. I'm glad he did it. <laughs> Dave Roberts for president. You're all in. Yes. I mean, look, as a Nats fan, I love Dave Roberts, too. Thank you for pulling Walker Bueller and bringing in Clayton Kershaw. I very much enjoyed that. So we will see, but six out. Mr. Pulling for his pockets is we need six outs. Pretty happy right now. It's now 3-2. Braves yes. leading the Dodgers. Music when it looked like that ticket, ears. you might as well just lit it on fire. It's the nightcap here on Visa. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. folks it's in the rear view before you know it tampa bay and dallas are going to be playing a week from today sean can't wait get yourself the vsin pro football betting guide it's only 19.99 it is available now our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings plus best bets on season win totals division finishes and player awards sign up for vsin all access and get everything we offer for the entire football season head over to vsin.com backslash subscribe it is the nightcap with a potentially very happy sean king the ceo of the dog pound gotta get six more outs gotta get a couple more outs. i wouldn't mind tacking on a few runs but the dodgers were leading two nothing with max scherzer dealing and now it's three two and he didn't give up a run those bullpens i tell you about them all the time Couple home runs and bada bing, bada boom. It is now a 3 2 Braves lead. Uh, Rosario hit a home run in the seventh to tie it up. Dansby Swanson went yard in the eighth. I just texted Doug Kazarian, Dodger fan extraordinaire. And I said, What? Does Dave Roberts think this is game five of the NLDS? <laughs> Taking out Walker Bueller? What's going on? So we'll see. We'll see. 76 pitches. That's it for Max Scherzer. Yanked, and that move uh, backfired. Did not work out, 
and you were very happy. Hey, I'm trying to elect him as president. I thought he made a great decision. Uh, Dave Roberts, I'm a supporter of you moving forward. Dave Roberts, 2024 for from Sean That's King, right. endorsement. Uh, and moving forward for the Dodgers <laughs> manager. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, they lead 3-2 to two, uh, after 7 in, uh, in San Francisco. Oh, sorry, two outs now in the bottom of the 7. So they lost that lead. They've gotten it back as 3-2. So two really good games going on as we speak. Last night, we were talking quite a bit about Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. And what was going to be the trickle-down effect of Mac Jones and his odds shortening for Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year? Well, here at Circa, Mac Jones became the co-favorite with Trevor Lawrence, both sitting at 350. And then you have Zach Wilson. Mm -hmm. You've got Justin Fields, because you have to watch out for that. I mean, the anticipation is he could start right away or start very shortly. I mean, Justin Herbert didn't start week one, started week two. He won Rookie of the Year last year. You still have... The possibility of Trey Lance out there. Najee Harris is going to get a ton of reps. Kyle Pitts was uh, was uh, the fourth overall pick. The list goes on and on. But what did we talk about? We said, well, someone's going to drop. And that someone was Javante Williams. Now, I placed a little wager on Javante last night at, at 30 to 1. Mm-hmm. I was annoyed because right after the draft, Sean, he was 30 to 1. I did a hit on with Danny Burke. Uh, here on VEASAN, and I said, I like Javante Williams. And then before I knew it, that number was gone. Everywhere was gone. Right. Then, because of this, it came back. Teddy Bridgewater today, starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Quote, I don't want to make it seem like I'm reaching or anything, but he possesses some of those qualities you see in Alvin Kamara. Woo, man. Heck of a compliment. And you know what Alvin Kamara did in 2017? Offensive rookie of the year. Now, can I still get 30 to 1? Yep, right now. Here at Circa. Nice. Come on, Braves. When you hear, so when you hear players growing up and following and then covering the Washington football team, essentially in the Snyder era, where it was it was always talk and then under-deliver. It was mm-hmm. the, the opposite of, I don't know, the Patriots. When you hear a quarterback, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, it's not really a out, like he doesn't, doesn't seem like the guy that would say anything crazy, right? Right. I think he's just speaking his truth, right? Yeah. He was asked about Javante Williams. He, t- he said what he honestly feels. S- hearing something like that, does that make you get more excited, or does it say pump the brakes, man? Let's 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 relax. He hasn't played a game in the NFL yet. Well, no, because that's what I see when I look at him. You know, you uh, see Alvin Kamara. Yes, absolutely. Explosive, change of direction, <laughs> catches the ball. <laughs> they're they're similar from a size standpoint, so I get it. You know, now the thing is, Alvin Kamara, as talented as he is. Some of his success is because of the fact that they were so productive throwing the ball, and Sean Payton was so great at moving Kamara around and getting him into situations to get the football. So I would push pause on expecting the same kind of production until I'm a little more comfortable with the play calling, the offensive game plan, and the scheming that's going to be done this year in Denver. But the talent, 
There's definitely mirror images from a talent standpoint. They're outstanding, both of them. Well, and you look at Javante Williams, and I'm, I'm pulling up his stats from his uh, final college year right now. 25 receptions in his final year at UNC. Now, is it, you know, remember, two-headed monster, Michael Carter, Javante Williams. And then he played a full season. Right, and he played 11 games. He had 25 right. catches. So a little over two, yard, two, game, uh, two receptions excuse me, per game. I mean, Alvin Kamara, his rookie year, cost 81 balls. And a lot of that's because of Sean Payton. Right. So that's what I'm saying in Denver. I don't know from a pass-catching standpoint, are they that dynamic? Are they that versatile? Because Alvin Kamara, I think people would be surprised to hear this. He's never rushed for over 1,000 yards in his career. Makes sense. But every the, the, the consistency, this is wild. The consistency for Kamara in receptions, 81, 81, 81, 83. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That's all Sean Payton. <laughs> now, the talent is Count Kamara. And what he does with the ball after he gets it, I mean, that, what, that's what makes him special. But that's why when we were talking about not having Michael Thomas early in the mm-hmm. year, Sean Payton's a genius. And he's not just done that with Alvin Kamara. He did it with Darren Sproles. He did it with Reggie Bush. I mean, he, he, the faces change, his ability to get guys the football don't. You know, let me say this about offensive coordinators. Some of them only know their system. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything else. So it's that way or the highway. Sean Payne's a guy who has mastered a system, but he's also mastered how to adapt the system to whatever the skill set of that year's offensive talent is. And that's what makes him special. It's not like we call plays, you line up here, the play works. You got to fit in. He can maneuver and change the presentation on the play based on what he has from a personnel standpoint. Well, and that's isn't that the sign of of a great coach? That's why he's a genius. Is not to adapt, not make players adapt to you. That's you right. make you adapt to the skill sets that you have. Absolutely, that's why he's a genius. He's the goat. Ooh, the goat. Offensive play caller. He's the goat. Oh, okay. Juggernaut Javante. You gonna go make that thirty-one to bet? Facts. The Braves bullpen don't blow it. I was like, I was like the Grinch when he stole Christmas. You see my smile, Teddy Bridgewater. That's you saying I see it with Alvin Kamara. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Wrap things up. We got football games tomorrow night. Break them down for you, right here on the Nightcap. Things up here on the nightcap here on Veasan and folks. Indeed helps you hire great people fast. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. That's according to Talent Nest. Make sure to visit Indeed.com/credit. John King, former Tulane Green Wave great. I'm Tim Murray at Real Sean King on Twitter at One Tim Murray is where you could find me, and we'll see a big old smile from my co-host here if the Atlanta Braves can hold on to their lead as they lead three to two in the eighth inning it's dicey got a man on third Mookie Betts at the plate one out and Matt Zick we trust and uh, the Brewers lead three to two that one headed to the bottom of the eighth so a couple of really good games going on uh, unfolding here in the final 15 minutes of our program and while we keep our eyes on this and Sean sweats out his Plus 192 bet on the Atlanta Braves. CEO of the Dog Pound. I'm heading to the Dog Pound tomorrow. Got a couple dogs. I do have a monster favorite 
Um, and yeah. I, 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 I like that bit. So here's the thing. So I, I laid 35 with Bowling Green. You could have got it a much better number early. Tennessee. Oh, why do I keep saying that? Yeah. Tennessee. I did not. I'd be, I might get fired from my job if I was laying 35 <laughs> points with Bowling Green. Um, so I'll just quickly go through this one. Tennessee is home. I think it's going to be a tough year for Tennessee. They're coming off a 3-7 and seven season. There's, I, I think there's really low expectations for them because I, I don't know how excited the fan base is about Josh Heupel. That said, I saw a bunch of tweets today about the enthusiasm from Heupel and the coaching staff and you know a new era, all this stuff. And then Bowling Green. Bowling Green last year played five games in the MAC, all MAC teams. They were outscored 225 to 57. <laughs> all by MAC teams. They lost, I remember, because I had Akron. Akron was on a 21-game losing streak, beat Bowling Green by four touchdowns. Here's Scott what... Scott Loeffler, the head coach, sorry to interrupt. Are you okay? 19 freshmen or redshirt freshmen in there too deep and said, quote, 70% of the roster has not played a game in front of a crowd in college. That place is going to be fired up. That checkerboard, I think it's going to be a low year. Their win totals at seven for Tennessee. I think that's too high. But tonight, tomorrow night is the night that I think Joe Milton, they let him put on a show. The backups, they say, just put it on him. Has he been named the starter? Joe Milton, yeah. Yeah. Over Hendon Hooker. I don't love that. You like Hendon Hooker better? No. You don't like Joe Milton? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not when you're talking about covering 35. Yeah, it makes me nervous. You know, like, I, what I do love about Hypo is they're going to be frenetic from a pace standpoint. So they could probably rush for 400 yards in this game. They're going to run inside zone 60 times against Bowling Green. And they'll have some huge runs. They're going to throw the ball vertically down the field. They're going to throw a lot of screens. You know, where I feel like Tennessee will have a huge advantage on the edge. Their receivers blocking the DBs from Bowling Green. But for a team to cover a 35-point spread, one, the opponent generally needs to be under 20. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> That's happening. And so I just get nervous. If... I don't think Bowling Green scores more than they, – they, they don't score double digits. Well, then you should be safe. We'll see. Yeah. They lost to Ohio by 42, Kent State by 38, and Toledo by 35 last year. Those la- are all teams that have a better quarterback than Tennessee. Ooh. Now, listen. I'm, I'm Ohio, I, I would say no. I hope Joe Milton has found a home. I hope he's improved. But I'm just going based on what we saw at Michigan. Granted, completely different offense. I'm just hoping he right. does what he did in the opener last year when he yeah. led them to a 25-point win in Minnesota. So and I'm pulling for your tickets. That, so that, that, I, 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 I like the game. I, I, laid I, like on, the game. I laid it for Tennessee. That's one yeah, of my I plays like tomorrow. I'm with you. Uh, I got uh, East Carolina plus 10.5. Uh, neutral site game. This mm-hmm. game is not at App State. If it was at Boone, I would have been different. Neutral site. Year three for Mike Houston. Comes from, he came from James Madison. Rebuild. Holding Ehlers back. And you like the running back there at ECU, yeah, too. Yeah, a kid from... Um... Where is he from? I think he's from South Carolina. A kid from South Carolina with the burn, if I'm not mistaken, high school in South Carolina. He was a true freshman last year, played a lot for them. Uh, he's an outstanding running back. I tried to get him to come to USF, but we were a little late to the party. 
So hopefully uh, that number's come down a little bit. I got a 10 and a half, so that's another one of my plays. And then the last play, <laughs> late night, this number does not exist anymore. <laughs> Eastern Washington plus seven and a half and plus eight. That number is now two. One of your best moves ever. I mean, that was an OG. <laughs> me and Aaron Ooster, oh, me and Aaron Oster were just looking at it, hey, that waiting was here. OG gangster, big boss move. <laughs> I mean, to get it at, at eight and it's two now. I mean, I've I've heard from a couple people uh, that have gotten in at it a couple times north of seven. Um, so there's gonna be a lot of people in town rooting against the hometown team. Tomorrow night, I could say that. A lot of people that I know will be pulling for Eastern Washington. And uh, Matt Medcalf, he essentially blew up the line because he posted like three, yeah. and it was like, oh, whoops, and everyone went to that. And I, la- I laid off the game because I just moved to Las Vegas, so I just, <laughs> like, my heart wouldn't let me root against <laughs> the hometown team. <laughs> you know, their first home, you know, I just, a man got to have a code, right? I was like, there's enough games out there, you know, I want my karma to be good here, you know, I want to, you know, become a part of the community. I do too. Yeah, I want to be able to say that I did not root against you guys in the 2021 season opener. You know what, UNLV, you can win by seven. Facts. There we go. You're not rooting against because of the number you have. I didn't play money line. You're right. I just took seven and a half and eight. So if you want to win by a touchdown, go for it. Everyone's happy. And I mean that. A lot of people happy. It's funny. When you watch highlights of UNLV college basketball games, watching the crowd, because they know. Uh-huh. They know the number. They know they know everything. All right. Let's, uh, let's jump through. So I'm on uh, Tennessee laying the 35. I'm on East Carolina. I got a 10 and a half. There's some 10s out there still. Um, and I'm on, uh, I'm on Eastern Washington. Uh, Ohio State, Minnesota. That's the premier game tomorrow. When we hit the air, early third quarter, it'll be. Um, this is a five o'clock Pacific, eight o'clock Eastern, probably some pregame stuff. So yeah, I think you're looking around a start time of, or, or when we hit the air a little bit after halftime. Um, I haven't bet this game. If I had to bet it, I'd probably lay it with Ohio state. It scares me to lay points like this on the road with an unproven quarterback, but I've been so impressed, Sean, uh, by Ryan day and just quarterbacks come in there and they thrive right away. So I, I have an anticipation that C.J. Stroud is going to play well, highly touted recruit. And, you know, one thing that Ohio State has done, and Matt Fortuna even mentioned this earlier in the show, their wide receivers are unbelievable. And it starts with Chris Olave. They just, they just recruit five-star after five-star after five-star. Um, so it would be 14 or pass. There is a 13-and-a-half out there if you do like Ohio State. Would you touch this game, and if so, what would you do? Yeah, so I'm sitting here watching highlights of yeah. C.J. Stroud right now. I like him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Ohio State. Yeah, I'm going to take Ohio State. Because yeah. earlier you thought about Minnesota, and now I just think I, I think there is this. I, I there's just, a there's a gap in the in the Big Ten right now, and Wisconsin's good. Iowa's good. Penn State's got talent. Michigan's got some issues. Um, but there's a gap, man. Ohio State keeps recruiting this way. Ryan Day is a really, really brilliant offensive mind. Ah. Yeah, I'm going Laying 14 on the road makes me nervous. I just but think the advantages that they have outside on the perimeter. So many weapons. Is so, are so significant that they make an average quarterback look great and a great quarterback look like a Hall of Famer. And I think C.J. You know, has, has to be really, really good. So... 
I'm going to roll with them. And then what Minnesota does really well, I don't think you can line up and just run the ball down Ohio State's throat. No. You know, like that front seven is legit. So I'm going Ohio State to cover. I am. I think I think the game's going to be like it was last year. Remember Minnesota kind of, didn't they start out, you know, it was exciting. You know, it looked like it was going to be a tight game. And then Michigan kind of just was overwhelmed them eventually. Yeah. I think this I mean, is going to be very similar. Last year in their defense, they had a ton of COVID issues week one. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're... I, I tell you what, you try to run it down uh, Ohio State's throat, and 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 Ibrahim is a phenomenal back, right? Phenomenal. But I think Larry Johnson, the D line coach for Ohio State, could make me a good defensive lineman. That dude is that dude knows how to coach him up. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, <laughs> yeah I wouldn't go that far either. <laughs> I'm trying to make a point here, Sean. Hey, man. Trying to make a hot take. All right. Grown man game. Uh, a couple more just quick hitters. Let's hit on uh, South Florida, NC State. Obviously, you like South Florida to go over their win total. You like NC State, too. Leary back at quarterback, coming off the injury. Uh, this is a pretty big number. NC State here at circa 20, uh, 19 in other spots. Um, I'm going to sit back and watch this one. Yeah. If, I, if I do something, it'll be in-game. Yeah. And then Boise State and Central Florida – it was heavy rush of Boise State money because this opened around 10. Bet all the way down to like four. And now you're starting to see some UCF buyback. A lot of sixes out there. Five and a half at DraftKings. I, I just don't know what to expect from Boise State. And I, I don't know what to expect from UCF. I think UCF has the potential to be really good. I think Dylan Gabriel is a top 10 quarterback in college football. But you've made some really interesting points about how does he fit with Gus Malzahn. The game's at UCF, right? Yeah, at yeah, the bounce house. The bounce house will be rocking. This this is UCF all the way. Yes, yeah, they've got guys there. Like, they've got NFL players at, at Central Florida. Again, it'll be interesting because Gus Malzahn's system is has, at least at Auburn, been very QB run-centric. and Whereas Dylan didn't really run that much under, under Hypo and... and We'll see. But I, I, th- I just think UCF has all the advantages, the better players. You know, it's a ton in a, of transfers. The too. climate, the humidity, it's going to be full house. The atmosphere will be great. I'm going to go with UCF. UCF laying six. You can get a five and a half if you uh, shop around. It's here. It is here, Sean. It is, man. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Thanks to Matt Fortuna, Brad Evans, Paul Rabel, and Kenny White. We will talk to you tomorrow. Week one of college football, baby. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From football playoffs to basketball madness. 
TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.